Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capture the Thoughts. I'm your host, Sarah, and you are tuned in for a dosage of my musings from my everyday life on personal growth and self-development. On my episodes, I share my stories and insights on topics from my life that challenge me to grow as a person. So first off, hope you are having a wonderful Christmas season. It is insane to me that it is the end of 2022. I mean, hello, we are in the final week of 2022. And it's insane to me how 12 months can truly feel like six months in that time frame. But nevertheless, here we are. And I realized that it would have been fitting for me to do an episode today, reflecting on the year 2022, you know, to honor the last episode of the year. But I think my brain needs some time to simmer what happened in 2022, because a lot of things happened. And a lot of the things that happened this year are still fresh in my mind, some of those things being recent. So I think I might do a reflective piece maybe some weeks down the line, but stay tuned for that. Um, the show, however, goes on. The topic of today's episode is, as the title reads, Feeling Stupid and Rising Above. Uh, I think saying that out loud makes it sound a lot more dramatic than I intended it to be, but whatever. <laughs> Feeling stupid is not a new experience for any of us, right? Let's first get on the same page about that. Even if we are all quote-unquote grown up now, even if we are fully adulting every day, we can carry ourselves and we know when and how to avoid making certain mistakes, we can all relate to feeling like an idiot at some point in our lives. (laughs) Some of us a little more than the rest of us, but whether it was that like fraction unit in third grade, you just could not grasp while all of your classmates did. Whether it was the red flags in guys you kept on being blinded by. Whether it was the same mistakes you kept making again and again in your workplace with, I don't know, Excel. (laughs) We all have a good story or two to tell when it comes to our not-so-finest moments. But here is what I have come to learn and try to like embrace in my life. That it is in those moments those quote-unquote stupid moments. And moreover, like it is reflecting on those moments and teasing out a lesson from those moments that create opportunities for our growth, right? Imagine if we were good and perfect at things all the time, how would you ever grow? There's no room for that, right? It is when we feel like we messed up or failed, we grow, you know, as long as we can process those moments in a right, healthy way. And as always, I have stories to open up with from my own life. So growing up as a child and eventually as a teenager, I was just not very good at math, okay? Not science either. So yeah, like leave it to me to break all the model minority stereotype, whatever, the Asian stereotypes, I mean. Um, I was actually good at math when I was like really little. And I know we're talking about elementary math here, but whatever, I was always top of the class, okay? But then when fifth grade math happened, that started to just dramatically change, okay? And I think in sixth grade is when my elementary school started dividing the kids into different levels. So when it came to math time, kids between four classes 
would all kind of mix and go to their assigned teachers and they would learn based on their math levels after taking like some sort of a placement test. And I was always ever since fifth grade, I mean, sorry, sixth grade in the lowest math class, elementary, middle school, high school, and especially in middle school, math was hard, like especially hard compared to the other grades. And that's when I started to care about my education, really. So in class, when my math teacher would teach a concept and I didn't get it, which was very often, I would raise my hand and ask like a good student would. But here's the thing. I just asked way too many questions. I'm talking about more than five questions a day. And so, yeah, I'm sure you had a kid like that in your class too, growing up. And so I was that kid. Okay. And eventually I knew that was becoming a lot. So I stopped asking so many questions and I gave myself like a little limit of three questions max a day. And then the rest I would ask in private later on for extra help and whatnot. Cause I started to see my classmates showing high discontentment. <laughs> like every time I would ask a question, I would hear somebody like across the room go and sigh. And then like this one day, this dude is sitting in front of me actually turned around and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I had to do well. So I asked. And I was genuinely confused. And like, you know, if you don't ask questions, but the teacher keeps moving on, you just get lost. And then you don't even know later on what questions to ask anymore because you were lost like 40 minutes ago. But anyway, I started to feel insecure about my math abilities, especially because I was the only Asian, I mean, the only Korean who was always in the lowest math classes because everybody else was always at like the highest. And I felt kind of left out, racially speaking. <laughs> and this one day, another boy actually came up to me and was like, ha ha. And then like said the name of the lowest math level class that was possible for kids. And... Yeah, that continued on, not with math, but other things for the rest of my life, at least when it came to academics, right? Like in college, writing was something that I did literally every day for all of my classes. I mean, I was a psych major and an English minor. So all I did was read and write, write, write. And I knew that I needed help in that area. So I would get myself to a, the tutoring center and have my tutor look over my writing, give me tips watch my grammar. And then even when I was submitting important papers, I would actually have my friend who was an English major and very good at writing, look over them. And she was such a good friend. She never denied looking over my papers and really taking a thorough time to do that. And I really appreciate her so much, even to this day. But you know, like on my own, when I'm sitting in front of the computer screen, trying to type away whatever I need to do for the prompts in my essays and whatnot, I would feel so stupid because I would have all these, in my opinion, like great ideas, great thoughts. And, but as soon as they left my brain through my fingers to the keyboard and I saw what I had written, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is nothing like what I wanted to communicate or how I wanted to communicate, right? The flow would be off, right? Like it is very organized and logical, but like, it was just not good writing. Okay. It just sounded choppy. It sounded confusing. 
And yeah, I felt really insecure about that. And I think we all have moments like that in other areas of our lives. I mean, maybe not all of us cared about academics like me, but maybe in relationships, we felt dumb. I felt that way, like with friendships. Um, I went through a lot with that. So, you know, that friend that you trusted to have yourself share all your secrets to her, thinking that she would keep it safe, guard it, right? But then the next day, like somebody else knows about it, right? And you're like, oh, I feel so stupid that I ever trusted her, right? Or in like romantic relationship, felt this way too. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I let him trick me into thinking that he actually was a good person or like he thought about me more than he thought about himself. I can't believe I fell for all those acts. It was just, you know, like words and performance. Like it wasn't really that. And, you know, like every story like that has a context and a different side of the story, of course. So it is a biased experience. But at the end of the day, you, like me, end up feeling stupid. Like, oh my gosh, I can't do math. I can't do writing. I can't do relationships. And what are you supposed to do when, whether it's multiple things or just one thing, you are left with yourself just feeling dumb, right? Are you supposed to just like hate yourself? Are you supposed to just watch your self-esteem and confidence drop because You couldn't have possibly predicted everything that was going to happen and you couldn't possibly understand everything that you should have or could have or would have. I don't know. Um, What are you supposed to do, right? So as I was reflecting on this topic of stupidity because, hello, like, no, I'm not ever going to go back to school. So I'm not academically going to ever feel stupid again, but I'm going to feel stupid in like other areas of my life when I become a wife in the future. I'm going to make a mistake as a wife. When I become a mom in the future, I'm going to make a mistake as a mom. If I switch career and I go into some other field and I'm learning and exploring a new vocation, I'm probably going to feel stupid at some point because I'm not going to know everything because none of us are to know everything. Sometimes like we have bosses and certain people around us that expect perfection out of us. And, you know, for us to be so experienced and prepared for everything. But you know what? We know that's not going to happen. So what do we do? Okay, let's go back to that. Here are two lessons that I pulled out. These are my two mantras when it comes to me having moments feeling kind of stupid, right? Number one, own your stupidity, okay? Because there is, of course, embarrassment and even greater shame when you make a mistake, when you fall, and your immediate default is dejection. But I think it's when you can own it, when you can understand yourself for why you made a mistake or why you failed, and when you can even like laugh about it, right? Add humor into the mix, you take away the power that your quote unquote stupid experience what like moments of stupidity, whatever has on you, right? You take that power back. And there are some quotes by Confucius that I always held on to. Um, One goes, the man who asks a question is a fool for a minute. The man who does not ask is a fool for life. So this one 
immediately resonated with me um, regarding my academic experiences, you know, especially with math when I would ask all those questions. Because um, I would start to feel shameful about myself too for being so stupid and being, asking so many questions. But I don't regret having done that. I think I'm proud of myself for having just fought like the social environment. Oh, it was kind of hostile, you know, people sighing and making comments at me. But I'm, you know, proud of myself for having fought that and just like stayed laser focused on understanding the math concepts and doing well and making sure I take care of my education right because imagine I didn't then I would be stupid for the rest of the semester rest of the year and rest of my math I don't know career that sounds way too fancy but math career you know throughout middle school and high school and another quote is roads were made for journeys not destination again also by Confucius so when you own your stupidity I think that mentality allows you to see your journey in your career, in your relationships, in whatever, as simply a process. And I think when we're not so result and goal focused and just a process, we can feel more okay with our stupidity and we can own it more. I think it makes us feel more confident about our imperfection right? Our unreadiness. And eventually when we get to our destination, we can celebrate, right? But we don't have to like own just our perfection, just our, you know, preparedness. Is, is that a word? Own just our abilities, right? We can own our quote unquote stupidity too, right? Because it's normal. It's normal. It doesn't have to be so, such a moral thing being stupid. You know, um, and number two as a lesson is keep going and don't stop making efforts and don't stop making pursuing. What? Don't stop making efforts and don't stop pursuing. Yeah, whatever your feelings, whatever area you're feeling stupid in, right? Like imagine relationships, for example. People hurt us all the time. People disappoint us all the time. And naturally, you're going to feel stupid. I used this example a couple minutes ago. How did I let him blindside me like that? How did I let him trick me into thinking he was a good man for me in friendships? How did I let her use me like that to get something else? How did I let her make me believe that I can rely on her when she's just out for herself? Imagine... And those are examples that I pulled from my own life. Imagine that I became so fragile from my past experiences of relationships, of feeling stupid, that when I meet people now, I don't even try. Like, I just say hi, and then I just keep to myself. I don't make efforts to get to know other people. I don't ask questions about them. I don't make jokes with them. I don't show effort. Like, imagine. Imagine how devastating for my relationships that would be, right? Because I'm afraid of the same thing happening from my past experiences. So this is something that I do work on and I have been working on when I make new friends, when I enter into new relationships. Not to let the past experiences put me in a state of fear and not make me want relationships, 
and friendships. But keep going at it with a fresh start every time, but with hopefully wiser perspectives and standpoints, right? So a call to action for all of us is to identify what areas do you feel stupid in right now? Whether it's a little bit of insecurity, sorry, or like a big one, right? Pinpoint that and then intentionally exercise your confidence muscles in that area and just own that quote-unquote stupidity area and don't stop making efforts in that area. Don't stop pursuing that area, okay? No matter what you do, it's only embarrassing if you care what people think. Don't stop what you need to do, what you want to do, okay? I'm saying that more than, you know, more for myself, but I hope that some of this resonated with you and that you can share some moments as well on when you overcame your quote-unquote stupid feelings. I don't know. I feel like I used that word like 20 times on this episode. It's not even a good word, so I don't want to keep saying that over and over. But anyway, let's keep this word stupid as neutral as possible. It's hard for me to, but let's normalize feeling stupid, okay? And just be able to focus on what we want to do, what we need to do, what we should do. Alrighty, that's it for today. Please rate and leave your comments wherever you're listening. Would love to connect on social, so feel free to add me on Insta and DM me as well. I love when you just introduce yourself and send me like, you know, a little comment on how the episode was for you. Those are always really encouraging. So until next time, have a good rest of 2022 and I will talk to you again in the next year. Bye!